0: Welcome to Let's Talk About It, where we talk about the it's that no one wants to talk about. We are question-based and conversation-driven. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Olegiru Nosie.
1: Hi, my name is Paula Camacho.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us, two immigrants who have a whole lot to say and a whole lot to learn. Hello, and welcome to <laughs> another episode of Let's Talk About It, Whatever It Is. My name is Olegiru. And I'm Paula. And we just want to welcome you uh, to this episode, whether you are new and joining us for the first time or whether you've been along with us since our beginning, which was really only four months ago. Mm -hmm. We are really, really happy that you are here to listen with us today. It's wild that like it's already been four months. Um, Today, Paula and I are going to continue our conversation. on faiths question mark that's the series that we're in we've had a couple episodes out already the first one was paul and i talking about our faith journey mm-hmm. and then we have another one that came out this past week um, with wasif and aluku talking about their friendship and talking about their different uh, faith systems wasif is muslim aluku is christian and kind of talking about how they navigate um their friendship and conflicts it was really really great episode definitely recommend you go listen to it and today um we have paul and i back again with you guys uh, just here to have a conversation as always and today we'll be diving a little bit deeper into some of the more uncertain parts about faith and our experience um so hopefully we'll get into some good stories there but first we've got to start with our serious question so paula take it away
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> serious question for you are you normal match your socks <laughs> or are you different <laughs> still love you give me your answer (laughs) hey (laughs) uh well you already know the answer to this the people
0: may not i do okay guys guilty as charged i just kind of throw whatever socks i have together okay that's not true Paula loves to match like beyond matching, you know, like extreme matching. She matches everything, and I don't really like. I (laughs) like I don't really do that. Like I don't go out of my way to do it if I can't. You know what I mean. So if I've got two pairs of socks and they're both white, but one has a blue tip and the other has a orange tip i'm gonna wear it because Mm -hmm. to me they're both mostly white and they're like the same style you know so it depends sometimes when i'm really feeling really spontaneous i'll wear like polka dot sock polka dot sock and like a plain sock and it drives paula bonkers (laughs) but it's fine it's my creative expression
1: hey (laughs) but let me clarify to those who are new here or haven't really met me in person. It's not like I match like if I choose green for the day, I'll wear green from head to toe. It's not <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is important <laughs> to clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> for the sake of... <laughs> um, It's more of so like if I wear a black shirt and blue jeans, then I probably will wear black socks. (laughs) But it's not like I'm going to go all in one color. Okay, yeah, that's true. Thank you.
0: But hey, I think that there's probably a group of us. You know what? We can poll our people. We can poll the people this week and find out. Because I'm sure there's a group of us that don't really care too much to match our socks. To each
1: other or to our outfit. I think my team will win. Okay, well, we'll see about that. (laughs) just kidding i'm probably wrong <laughs> we'll see about that <laughs>
0: oh man okay my my uh serious question for you is if you could only live in one season like one weather season so fall winter summer spring for like the rest of your life which one would you pick and give us summer give, oh she's ready she's ready she didn't even have to think about that okay why
1: summer paula <laughs> well for starters i am from colombia so i mean i mean we do have winter but our winter is rain that's what our winter is essentially but our weather most of the days over there is like 30 or so degrees right and so i'm not a fan of of winter
0: (laughs) (laughs) she like lives in canada she's like i don't really like winter all that much yeah
1: (laughs) no (laughs) just like my dog i don't like winter (laughs) he's also from colombia he also hates winter (laughs) um no yeah i just i just like the summer i don't know um there is just something about it like it makes you feel alive it makes you feel like and here summer here in canada it's just like the day goes until 9 10 p.m when the sun goes down that's true it's really nice and it's like it feels like the day you can do so Mm -hmm. many things on one day but in the winter, five o'clock, four o'clock is all there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Three o'clock. It's like, well,
1: time for bed. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I, yeah, I agree. That's fair. I'd probably pick summer too, because it's nice and warm, sunny, hot. You could do all these things. Mm-hmm. And that's a good choice. I, I, I like that. Thank you. I know people that would pick winter and I'm like, ugh. But, anyways, <laughs> I digress. Still love them. I still love them we still love them um yeah that's those are those are good ones all right we are now gonna go straight into our conversation but i just wanted to mention one more thing before we hop in there paul and i are going to be talking like from our experiences right talking about faith and we completely recognize and understand that not everybody listening may have any particular faith background that they um either are in or they don't know what they believe or you have a different one and Paul and i are christians and so mm-hmm. our experience um inevitably will be us talking about our faith from a christian perspective and so we hope that even if you are in a different on a different place on that spectrum that there will be things that we talk about today that resonate with you um it can be encouraging for you too. So we just wanted to put that out there. And as always, we hope that you enjoy this conversation. Yeah. So I think the first question that we have um, is kind of a big one, Paula.
1: <laughs> it really is. Uh,
0: so but yeah, let's see where this goes. So the question is, what was a time when you had to fight for something in faith? So I think we've talked a lot about having faith, about how we got to our belief in God, our relationship with God. But now let's dive a little bit deeper um and talk about yeah, what were some times where you had to fight
1: <laughs> real deep. Yeah, real deep.
0: What were some times when you had to fight for
1: something in faith? Um well, I think first of all, we have to recognize that every day is truly a walk of faith. <laughs> um, I think a lot of the times, religion makes it seem like, oh, if you have faith, like, you're good. <laughs> like, you're good to go. And the reality is, regardless, we all face the same things. Regardless of where you stand on your faith or who you believe in or why not. Um, It is a constant thing because we all live in this world that has so many injustices, so many things that go wrong that... Not everything goes right. we are humans, we are imperfect, so yeah it is it is an everyday thing but um i think I think for me honestly honestly, right now, this very moment as we speak um i th- I think this week in general has been a lot of fighting with my fate because it feels like i taking a lot of L's <laughs> more than W's this week, <laughs> it's like, um, so for a little bit of context, my whole life I wanted to be a dentist since I was two or three, uh, I've been saying it ever since. and. That's the one goal I've been working towards. Um, everybody, whenever they ask me, "What's your plan? Uh, what What do you wanna be when you grow up?" I say, "I wanna be a dentist." Oh well, what 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 if it doesn't work? It It doesn't matter. I don't have a plan B because that's all I wanna be, and I wanted to be regardless of what it take, how much work I had to put in. Like, that's all I wanted to be, and I work my whole life towards that, right? And is it 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 is a wonderful dream, and It It, it is. I do know that God put it there for a reason, but I also know that at some point that dream turned into something kind of toxic in a way because it all became about that. My sort of role was going around that idea of like, I'm here right now, but I'll de- one day I will be a dentist. Oh, God, do you want me to do this? I'll do it right now, but we- we're getting to dental school, right? And last year, I it got a point where It just felt like I was just tired. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't know what I'm fighting for anymore. Like, I'm just, I just can't. And I felt like in all of that, God was asking me to just lay my plan down, my plan that I had made of my own lay it down to him. And in that process, obviously, it wasn't easy because when your whole life you're thinking you're going to do one thing, when you're telling everybody, this is what I'm going to do. It wasn't easy to let go of. Even begin to recognize to my family and friends uh that dentistry wasn't happening um and I think it was harder because I was saying dentistry isn't happening but I didn't have anything else to tell them this is what is happening instead so that made it a little bit hard but in the process obviously like I say it was hard and I was like god like I remember one day I was like, God, did I had it wrong this whole time? <laughs> did I just, like, had it wrong? Did I just seriously, like, understood this whole thing wrong? Did I make plans by myself? Did I, did I, was that the plan and I just screwed it up? I really thought I screwed God's plan for him. You know what? We've all been there, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I was like, did I, where did it go wrong? Um. What if I had done this instead? What if I had been in this place instead? Would have it work out? Like, now what? And I remember God saying to me, like, it wasn't that you had it wrong. It wasn't that you couldn't do it. It was that uh, I had you for more. Mm. Wow. Because my whole thing, again, was like, okay, I'll do all these things. But, like, we're getting into dentistry, right? Mm. And... When he said that, I was like, okay, then show me. (laughs) Because all I've been talking for 26 (laughs) years (laughs) is dentistry. (laughs) Okay, not 26, I haven't. (laughs) But... (laughs) Yup. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was like a big like step of fate, right? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I
0: can... I mean, I was kind of there, but... (laughs) (laughs) I can't i still like i can only imagine what that must have been like for you in terms of being like this was the plan lord and now you're telling me to believe for something else and like having that switch of mind is not something that comes easy after you know thinking about something for so long in one
1: way yeah but i think the other thing with all of that was that in the process obviously i i started to recognize there were other things that um God was pulling me towards, and were some of the things that he, I was passionate about, but I still put them as a second priority, right? Because my first was always dentistry. Mm. But then, in this process of like, is dentistry dentistry? It got to a point, what if it's not dentistry? Right. And you guys may not know this, but I'll let you guys like, I'm all about purpose. <laughs> I remember in <Yeah>. university, <laughs> all about purpose. <laughs> A university we will have and i think there were probably <laughs> a distinction crisis due to the stress that we were going through oh yeah for sure but a lot of the times we will sit down and we will be doing homework and it was on the high peak of stress of school and uh we will sit at the living room table i'll let you do, be doing her homework and i'll be doing mine and i would just like ponder upon this like i don't think that we were made just to come to school get a degree go get a job and do that job for the rest of our lives and then i'll be like <laughs> pondering about that and then i'm back and then me ask Elijah, do you really think that we are meant to come to this world just to do a job <laughs> and like that that's it that's where it ends <laughs> and then we get like
0: <laughs> then i'd be like because I'd be working on like OCAM or something, you know, like super frustrated that I couldn't figure out the mechanism. Put our pens aside. And like, no, there has to be more to life. Yeah, there's more to life than us just sitting here to study to get good grades to get a good <laughs> job to like to be done and to end like to end our journey. Like that literally doesn't make any sense to be.
1: And then we get all riled up about yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so like. And all of that, when the idea of like, what if it, if it, if it's not dentistry, then what? And I know this is, this is, this is hard to recognize. But at some point I was like, my whole life I've been thinking it's going to be dentistry. So if it's not dentistry, then what's the Mm -hmm. point? What's my purpose? And that's not a nice place to be. It's kind of (laughs) dark. That's the reality of it. Yeah. And and that's how that's where I had to fight for my fate and like be like God like mm-hmm. I'm putting all of it in your hands because regardless of what whether I wanted to have God in my corner or not I was gonna have to go to all of this because I can't disregard the fact that I'm <laughs> this I'm still human I'm still have to you know um, so it's was like if I'm gonna fight this fight I'm gonna fight it with God on my corner because. I I don't have it in me, <laughs> I'm tired so let me do it. So those were like big things for me and then fast forward, I think God has given me direction now and in this process I've been trusting him, right? But you know, I guess regarding that direction that he's given me, this past week I got uh, some news. And I'm told you I was like, "Well, <laughs> it will have to be God. <laughs> it can't be me. <laughs> There's no physical way that it can't be me. So if it happens, it has to be God. Mm-hmm. And I'm trusting Him because for the things that I think He's calling me, a lot of the times, I I just don't think I'm capable of it. I don't think I have what it takes. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if it if it is. If that's it, it has to be him because uh, if it's on my human power, I'm like, yeah, no. And then I think, I guess, yeah, that's those are some of the biggest ones. I mean, on a personal level, we, me and my family, are going through some stuff (laughs) that has been hard to take too. So like, that's why I mean, like, the whole week has feel like a big L but i'm trusting god i'm trusting that he has it all covered because I, there's no way for me to fix it right
0: mm-hmm. yep <laughs> yep it like gets to a point where you're just like well <laughs> there's nothing else i can do lord like i'm literally at the end of myself mm-hmm. at least actually i passed the end of myself a while ago and so now we're just out here waiting for you to move i um i've been having a lot of conversations this week actually of along a similar line of yeah this week kind of felt like an l but we've got to look for the little w's oh yeah right like there are a lot of little w's throughout the week that just and it's so beautiful how when you focus on those little w's they all of a sudden feel bigger than they are and you're kind of like why am i out here so happy or so excited about this tiny little thing um Like I had a dream this week that was just super exciting, and I was like, "Why am I so happy about this dream?" Like I don't know, I don't think it, I don't know whether it's like trying to tell me anything or anything like that, um, or like if it even really means all of that much. But it was just such a good dream, (laughs) and it's like you know what, Lord, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take the fact that this week has felt kind of down, and you know, it's still hard. Don't really know what to be doing or not to be doing, and.
1: This tiny little good feel good dream is is the wind <laughs> you know isn't it amazing though that when we are on the low, those tiny little winds kind of like take a whole new perspective Mhm-, like these tiny little winds could have happened on a day where you you're feeling the high, and then it's like, oh, this just adds to the high, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then when you're feel really and the low, this tiny little winds are like wow. They yeah, like for example, yesterday, I, the day before wasn't a good day at all. Went to bed, wake up, and I'm like oh, because I had to work in the morning, <laughs> and I had to get up at around seven. And I was like woke up before my alarm, and I'm like God, please let it be sits at no seven. God, please let it be sits at no seven, <laughs> so I have an hour of sleep. <laughs> I feel that so hardcore. Then I look at my phone <laughs> and it was sit so one and I was like, Yes, I'm taking that as a W That my friend is a win. I agree. <laughs> there, yeah. There's those those are the ones that keep us going, right?
0: I agree. <laughs> we gotta look at them. They're important, you know. Um, they're so so important. Yeah.
1: But what about you later? Uh what was a time when you had to fight for something in fate
0: ah (laughs) which one to start with (laughs) (laughs) i think since you kind of went on the dentistry circle i'll go on my medicine circle or yeah oh wow medicine what a journey so (laughs) um fight for something yeah so i guess i'll just start from the beginning in a way i i for the longest time as a kid you know thinking about what do you want to do when you grow up i wanted to do business i was like i'm gonna be a businesswoman. i'm gonna have hotel chains i'm gonna have um restaurant chains
1: (laughs) i didn't know that
0: oh yeah i was all like i was all about business and i used to make my brother pretend to be my customer like restaurant eater like all this stuff and it was very funny because when we were little he loved it right but as we grew older he's like leave me alone I don't want to play that with you anymore why can't I be the (laughs) chef or why can't I be the waiter or why can't I be the um, the hotel person why do you always get to be it you know and I'm like (laughs) I didn't have a good reason you know that reason like when you're when your siblings are younger and you're like because I'm older and it like doesn't make any sense (laughs) So that's what that was. Um, but then I went to my first business class in grade 10, and I was like, forget that. <laughs> I was like, I can't sit here and talk about money and dividends and all this stuff. Like, uh-uh, this is not, this is not what I want to do. Um, so I dropped the class, and I went to foods because <laughs> foods was where it was at. We got to cook <laughs> all these cool little dishes. Um, like, we weren't just doing muffins and and smoothies, okay? We were cooking, like, chicken fettuccine alfredo and we were cooking um all these things. I only remember the chicken fettuccine alfredo right now. We were cooking like <laughs> quesadillas. Anyways, it was it was it was high end stuff. We were doing like master chef level. At the end of the year we had to do I think it was iron
1: oh my gosh, master chef level.
0: <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you. At the end of the year we had to do an iron chef competition and we had an ingredient like a key ingredient we had to use for each of the I think we did 3 dishes um and we had to uh we had to like plate it they had judges it was very it was under time pressure it was this whole thing i think my group got third second or third we were very happy (laughs) we cooked mango like thai mango chicken with basmati rice and then we cooked um we did like chocolate covered strawberries with like a white chocolate Mm. drizzle and i can't remember what the other thing was but we like worked for weeks on it i'm sorry anyways (laughs) (laughs) I digress. Um, And so, yeah, that's I kind of wanted to do business, hated the business class, didn't give it much of a chance, to be honest. Um, And then was like, well, what am I going to do with my life? And I was very drawn to um, to people's mental health, like to their emotional well-being. That's kind of where my I think my area is in terms of the types of giftings and things that I'm passionate about. And I was like, well, I looked at psychiatry versus psychology and I was like, well, I don't think I can do psychiatry um, because that's like medicine and that's like, that's way above my head. Um, And I'm going to do psychology instead. And not because, okay, let me just say this. It's not because psychology is in any way lesser or less hard or whatever. It's just different. It employs different tools. And I could see myself doing that better, like with my niche and my abilities then i could see myself doing medicine um and so i kind of was like i'm not smart enough for that so i'm just going to do what i know i would be comfortable in doing what i know would give me a lot of joy and what i know i would be able to give other people um help other people in the way that i want to and so um there was one particular summer as i was i i had signed up everything like university like all the stuff i was going to do psych I had applied to psych programs, got into them. It was great. At the end of the summer, my grade 12 year, I was in hospitals a lot. Not me personally, but different family members for different reasons. And it was a hard summer. Um, And I just like being in hospitals just brought back a lot of my other um, feelings for wanting to look at science, for wanting to look at the ways that it, you know, connects with other people's being, you know, um, <laughs> and I remember in grade eight, I, and you know, there's been little inklings of like me being interested in medicine, but again, shutting it down because I was like, I'm not good enough for that. But I remember in grade eight, mm-hmm. we first learned about the immune system, and I was fascinated. B cells and T cells and macrophages and all these things. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> word, this is I'm going to be an immunologist and immunologist when I get older. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that dream kind of died because as you get older, you learn about comparing you. Not you learn. Mm-hmm. You start to compare yourselves more and more and more and more to other people. And um, people speak little things into you that change your perception of yourself mm-hmm. sometimes when you're that young. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm never going to be able to get up there. <laughs> anyways and so by the time i had been in grade 12 and it was the summer i was remembering all these little pieces over my life where i was like oh my word i've always been drawn into this field and i've just kind of said no because i didn't think i was good enough for it and my dad and i were driving to the hospital um to visit my brother one day and he was just like he starts talking he's like you got? we've had him on here actually we had him on for the COVID series yeah, um we and he is just like you know sometimes i wonder why people they work so hard and like god put something in front of them to do and for whatever reason the world tells them something or they believe something and they leave it they go in a different Mm. direction and then they later down the line they have to work 10 times as hard as hard to get back to the place they wanted to get to um when it would have just been easier for them to do it when the lord had presented the opportunity for them in the beginning and he's like god is able to work all things so there's no wasted time but Just I don't know why people don't just step into the place that that they should step into for fear of other people, fear of failure, fear of themselves. And I kid you not, I started to bawl. I was like, I don't know what to do because like I had been thinking to myself, Mm -hmm. maybe I should look at medicine again, you know, maybe I should look at it. Um, And so for my dad to just randomly say that it was a perfect timing kind of moment. And that kind of started my journey of, okay, Lord, what does this look like for me to go into um when I know that the only reason I don't want to go into it is because I don't think I'm good enough and so it kind of became a place of learning to be like not even learning but just starting from a place of God I may not believe this now but I want to be in a place where I can believe that I can be a good doctor and that for me was was the all the only faith I had I was like, Mm. I want to be in a place where I can believe that I can do what I think I'm being led to do. And um, it's been a huge journey. There's been a lot of ups and downs. I remember the first time I wanted to apply to med school, it was like just before the deadline and I decided I wasn't going to do it because I was like, I don't have research. I'm only in my third year of university. I don't have this. I don't have that. I can't. I can't. I can't. Sorry, I was in my fourth year. Yeah, it was the fourth year. And my dad was like, you have experience, like experience is what you make it. And it was this whole thing. And then eventually I sent it out because I was like, what do I lose if I don't, if I send this out um, and don't get in? Or I I would 100% not get in if I didn't send anything. And so this whole journey has kind of been a lot of little wins. I remember at the very beginning when I was like okay god I want to be able to believe I was like the first thing I need is to get into chemistry or bio because at this point it was only wait lists because I had already made my whole schedule and I'm like chemistry or bio I need one of those because of the prereqs or at least to prepare for the MCAT I kid you not two weeks later or so I go to check my course whatever I got into both of them and I was like Lord, I said one. I said one would be enough of a sign and he gave me two. (laughs) And I know it's like a tiny little thing or it seems like a tiny little thing. But at that moment, when I was just trying to learn to be able to believe that one day I could believe to do the thing, that was huge. And so it's been a journey of kind of fighting for those things at each moment. And now I'm in a place where like the lord has brought me through a work of what is my identity who am i my worth doesn't come from what i do or or the things i accomplish but it comes from who i am in him Mm -hmm. the fact that i am a beautiful creation with value unto itself um, and deeply loved and now i'm like waiting you know (laughs) still waiting to hear back this is the second time i'm applying the first time i applied Mm -hmm. i didn't get in and think about the disappointment there i was like lord i maybe this isn't what i'm supposed to be doing and it was such a Mm -hmm. it was a journey of nope i just have something else for you to do and i ended up in new york at columbia so like that's a whole other story that maybe we can get into (laughs) later or at some other episode but i had to fight for the fact that i had to choose to believe that god could take something that i thought was completely impossible and make it possible for me yeah um And just like one thing, last thing I'll say, Paula, before you respond is thinking about what is faith. Um, And in Hebrews 11, one, it says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And I think that's what makes faith so hard is that idea of being confident in what you're hoping for, knowing that like If this is something God has placed before you or this is something, a desire that you have in your heart, being confident about it and then being assured that it's there when you can't see it. And it's like, that's so backwards. We are humans that Mm -hmm. are so focused on what we see, so focused on the tangible. And faith is now telling us to be assured that it's there, even though we don't see it. And it's like, yeah, "Yeah, okay, (laughs) it's hard
1: stuff. (laughs) Exactly. It it is. It's not it's not easy. <laughs> That's the true way.
0: So now I'm wondering then, um, kind of having a time of having to fight for something in faith, like choosing to believe the thing even when you can't see it. Um, what then was a time where you had to fight to hold on to
1: your faith? Mm. <laughs> uh I think recently I had a time where I was like, God, like... And I guess I was at a point where I'm just physically exhausted. Uh, and they may that may have played a role. But I was like, God, I am tired. I feel like this is pointless. <laughs> You're pulling me in one direction and I'm trusting you for it. But then I keep seeing things and things. And the way the systems are set up, the way we have been doing this our whole lives... I just don't see a way around this. <laughs> this is people seem to be content with it. Nobody seems to care like what's the point? And I feel like I was fighting for a lost cause. That's what I felt like. I felt like no matter how hard I try, no matter how much I believe him for regardless of it, this just had no way to turn things around. The way the world is set up, it was going to be like that and it wasn't going to change. <laughs> But, at that point, I kinda had to hold on to the idea of like you know you gotta have faith, you gotta hope for a better future, you gotta hope that, yes, it may look dark and kinda cloudy and not very clear at the moment, and it may seem like this is what it is, this is what it was, and it's it's what it will be, but you have to hope that things will change <laughs> right, and for that to happen. I had to hold on to my faith because on my own I I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think this is going to change. I don't think I don't think any of the things you're calling me to do like they're way too big for me like and then I start listing him all the insecurities, all the reasons why I'm not good enough, all the reasons why it couldn't be me, all the reasons why it's too late for me, you know? So, for me to keep moving and keep going and keep fighting I really had to hold on to the idea that it it may look like this right now, but it's not what it's going to look like forever, right? But then, like, I don't know, because I, I feel like right now, like I say, like at this very moment, I'm kind of on a place where, like, I'm having faith for all the things. Like, <laughs> I'm truly, guys, I'm truly t- trusting God with absolutely every aspect of my life at this very moment. And I, I don't have anything concrete right now to say, this is it, right? This is this is what I have to back me up. But and in, in the opposite side, rather than having something concrete, I have a lot of doubts and I have a lot of big question marks <laughs> if I'm writing them down. Uh, but I feel like these are all little tests that I'm being put through and the test will just turn into a testimony. I guess. Hey. <laughs>
0: no, you're so right. It, it, oh, holding on to faith um, is something that requires a lot of effort, especially in the midst of complete chaos. Because it's like, I already can't see what I'm, where I'm supposed to be going, and now you're telling me to believe that where I'm going is there, and I can't see that either. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what like what am I supposed to do, you know, and kind of jumping off of um, what you've said in terms of fighting for or fighting to hold on to your faith of being in a place where you just kind of give everything to God and being like, I'm literally trusting you for everything in this in this season where I can't see a single thing forward. <sighs> mm-hmm. It's it's a lot and it's hard. I'm gonna actually, in response to what you said, I'm gonna read a couple of pieces um, from my journals, guys. We are letting you into the head of a so bear with me here. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna flow with it. So these are mostly made after May 28th. So this was just after George Floyd's death last year. And I'm just gonna read a couple of excerpts mm-hmm. and yeah. So mm, here we go. I'm tired and I sit here writing in red because it's the color of anger, attention, and blood.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: On May 25th, 2020, George Floyd was murdered by a police officer in broad daylight for absolutely zero reason. God, I haven't said much to you in the past couple days, but I know you're here, present. I know you care about what it is that I'm feeling, what it is my brothers are feeling, even my parents. Lord, may we not look out at what is happening and lose hope. May we be ever more dedicated dedicated to fighting evil with light. Mm. May all these innocent, murdered men and women and children be all the more reason to keep the fight. Don't let my tiredness keep me from moving forward. And I think that in that moment, I really was just exhausted at the fact that there was such sorrow. And it felt like, why are we even hoping anymore when these things can happen? And I really just had to hold on to the fact that, you know, like I said here, I know you're here present. And sometimes that's just, that's literally what it takes to get me through is that I know God is present and that he's there. And that my prayer in that moment was don't allow this pain and this, this weight to keep me from fighting evil with light. Mm. And then I think the last thing, um, or sorry, not the last thing, another, another entry here, (laughs) this was on Saturday, June 6th. So still pretty recently after, um, after George Floyd's death. And I said, if you know how many times this week I wanted to write something so many times, But the words have come and gone in hot flashes Mm. and I've been left with the same numbness that has characterized my emotional state when I feel overwhelmed with things and just need to keep moving forward. Well, today, especially this morning, I felt it. It probably didn't help that I watched 13th last night by myself talk about cycles of history and them repeating themselves for those who don't know them. I don't know how to describe my state other than my heart hurts and I don't know what to do with it. Yes, I can give it to God. Yes, I know God's truth is beyond feeling. But it doesn't make my heart hurt any less. I think in moments of fighting to hold on to faith, sometimes it just requires you first acknowledging how hard it is to actually mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, Because at least for myself, like I said, kind of in this entry talking about how I don't want to deal with it because I have to keep moving forward. I think then in that face, you get into a space of fake faith or fake fight. Mm -hmm. And when you already don't have energy to fight and Mm -hmm. then you're now trying to do it in a fake way or in a way that's not authentic, in a way that's not honoring of your experience, Mm -hmm. then you're just digging and scraping from the bottom of the well where the sand is already gone and it's a it's more exhausting and god wants us to be real at least that's what i've learned in in my journey with him it's even when when you're fighting to hold on to your faith when you're fighting to continue to believe that this god you serve is good that he is faithful as in he will fulfill that hope that you have in him Mm -hmm. the best place to do it is to do it from a place of honesty right
1: yeah no i totally agree um Like I say, my family is going through something as a family. And like I told later before, I, I, we knew what the options were here, what the possibilities were, right? Obviously, we were hoping that it wasn't going to go the way it did. But I, I told her before then, I'm like, I know God still good regardless of it. I'm trying to hold on to the idea that he was good and he still is good. That was before the news. Then the news came. <laughs> and I thought I would take them different because I'd been trying to process it beforehand. And in the moment, I was I was frustrated. And I was kind of like, okay, God, where are you now? Because this, this kind of hurts. not going to lie to you. And at the moment, I'm like, what do I do with these feelings? What do I do with these emotions? And a lot of the times, I think I tend to just hide them underneath the rock just because it's like no like you got like you say almost like fake fake fate because it's like no like i have faith he will do it yes i can have faith that he will do it i can have faith that it will it will come to pass but i can also have emotion like i'm a human being after all right and we are we are that we are we are made out of emotions we feel sad we feel happy we feel, period. <laughs> mm, word. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> So I was like, you know what, God? I recognize that you can do it. I recognize that it is in your hands. I tell you plan is far better than anything. Um it's gonna hurt, but um I'm, I'm gonna feel it now and I'm gonna accept it that this is how I feel because what is the point of me hiding it? Because if I hide it from God and if I pretend like it doesn't hurt, then eventually it's gonna catch up to me and it's gonna it, it's gonna make me bitter about God, right? So may as well just feel the emotions right now as they're going through me, and recognize it to God. I'm like, and I mean, He knows, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm mad and I'm frustrated. Now, why is this happening right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, feeling it like you were saying Paula is it's important. Like we have, a, <laughs> we feel period, mm-hmm. you know? And I think even just a, a, an encouragement that helped me, helps me and helps me get through is, um, a verse that is kind of said very often by people, but it wasn't until I took the time to actually read the whole scripture, I guess, that it, I, it was able to now like get to my heart and it's psalms 34 17 and it says the righteous cry out and the lord hears them he delivers them from all their troubles the lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit and Mm -hmm. uh, the weight of that passage for me was so much in that i was like okay i have troubles um, and I am crying out. So first God hears me. And then second, He delivers me from them. Now that might look different from what I think it looks like because there's so many times when we're in the middle of pain, we're in the middle of trouble or of suffering, and we would think that like being delivered is, okay, the pain ends and we're done. Hmm. But sometimes that means God will take you through it. He will give you the strength enough to walk through it Mm. and that is the deliverance it's the fact that you didn't die in the middle you know like you didn't Mm -hmm. you didn't you may have felt fallen a bunch of times and been on the ground and been like i can't get up i literally cannot get up but he is faithful to hold you and walk you through it and there's so many times when i've looked in those moments like in some of the things that i've read today and been like how did i make it through those points of complete sorrow Mm -hmm and it's that the lord delivered me from it as in he walked me through Mm -hmm. it and then the second part of him being close to the brokenhearted and saving those who are crushed in spirit that idea of being crushed in spirit was so real and when it says that he's close it just means he's near like he wants to be right in the middle of it and i've seen him be i've experienced him sorry be right in the middle of it with me in my brokenheartedness and then saving me from being crushed in spirit again just means he is god enough to sustain me through it and i'm sitting here today as a testament that you can experience strong emotion deep emotion real pain Mm -hmm. and still be able to say and god saw me Mm -hmm. through
1: Mm, that's so good and I think that verse also kind of ties back to what we were saying of just this whole idea of how sometimes it it's just kind of like you see so many things going on, so many injustices, and it's like, what's the point? And I think a lot of it is because, I don't know, I, I guess you can agree with me, uh, We feel we feel for others, right? We are people who feel for the pain. That others feel we're like, why, is, why does it have to be this way? Why? Why? <laughs> and we get angry and we get frustrated. And I think at those points I get reminded that, like like the birds say, God is closer to the brokenhearted. Because if I think, like, if I let myself be consumed with why, why, why? I cannot fit physically, I cannot fit it all on my own, right? But I can have faith and hold on to the idea that God is close to the brokenhearted. That God got me and got them. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Yeah. That that's so beautiful. God's got me and God's got them. Yeah. Because so much in life is is very hard to it's hard to comprehend. It's hard to fix. It's hard to do. But these are kind of the things that have sustained me, these words, these these um verses. Have been (laughs) sometimes the only thing I've had to hold on to. So, guys, this brings us, I guess, towards the end of our episode today. Um, We know we're kind of ending a little bit more on a solemn note, but we, yeah, we just want, I guess, everybody to know that we're kind of all in this together, you know, this thing that we live as life. It's really hard sometimes. And I think it's important to recognize that, you know, and Mm -hmm. for Paula and I, what has sustained us is not us. It's been our it's been God and it's been being able to put our trust in him in the deepest and darkest of moments. So we hope that today throughout this episode, you've been able to latch on to some piece of light, um, some piece of something that encourages your spirit and we want to thank you for sitting with us through this episode today and we look, totally totally look forward to having you with us in our next episodes in this series
1: yeah and if you guys have anything that you want to share with us if you if anything that we say resonated with with something that you're going through or something that you've been through in the past please feel free to share to give us an email or DM, we will be checking those out. And yeah, just just let us know if we can pray for you and anything. Yeah, hope you all have a fantastic day, whatever day you find this podcast in. <laughs> Adios, amigos. Bye. This is Olegor Nocier this is Brona Camacho, and
0: we're signing out for Let's Talk.
1: If you would like to stay in contact with us, you can visit our website at www.letstalkaboutitpod.com or send us a quick email at host at letstalkaboutitpod.com.
0: We're also on all social platforms, on Facebook and Instagram at the Let's Talk About It Pod and on Twitter at the capital L-T-A lowercase I-T pod. We'll talk to you
1: soon. Bye for now.